Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good day, mate. I'm Ryan. I'm Will. I'm Ivan. And you're listening to a repost of the only podcast where we watch reality TV so you don't have to. This is episode one of our review of the Traitors Australia series two. It's just a game. I'm just about to say it. (laughs) (laughs) It's the name of the fucking podcast, mate. Hello and welcome to replay of episode 15 of It's Just a Game, the podcast where we watch reality TV so you don't have to. Every week we look at the winning strategies, the most iconic moments and the best drama. And this week we're here to reshare our views on um, what has been a pretty insane series two of the Australian uh, version of The Traitors. Now, this episode, I think, is just a bit of an opportunity for people who haven't yet seen the Australian series and are just now catching up on BBC iPlayer if you're in the UK, or we're watching it and just want to hear our opinions twice because they're that good. Uh, if that's you, then we're here uh, to re-deliver our insights on the show. And of course, we'll have very soon brand new episodes on The Traitors US. But for now, uh, this is a replay episode where I'm joined by my funny friends who've been there, done that and got the t-shirt. Hello, Wilf. How are you? Hello, I'm good. I'm really excited about people listening to how good my mic is and then listen to the replay of the episode <laughs> <laughs> and know yeah. how crap it is when, when we filmed it. So yeah. Wheel has invested in a microphone since uh, we originally <laughs> recorded these episodes. Uh, the man who hasn't shown his microphone though is Ivan. Hello, Ivan. How are you? Listen, my microphone's really good on every other bit of recording I do, but when it, you... How, why do you edit this podcast make me sound so terrible, Brian? What is what, what do you have against me? So I actually get the podcast exported on, like, tapes, you know, like these old cinema tapes, and then I mm. cut it out with actual scissors. Um, it yeah. feels just more authentic. It's the Christopher Nolan School of Podcasting. <laughs> you can literally hear every breath I make, and it sounds like I'm so into like... And anyway, I think about... Like, oh, my God, what am I drinking? It's awful. Anyway. It may, it may, it may be it's to do with the bottle of oxygen you've got behind you that you're regularly taking sips <laughs> yeah, from well it's a problem when i live on the moon but i have to do something about that 
<laughs> well, look, now, be warned, we are entering a spoiler zone. So if you haven't seen episodes one to three of The Traitors Australia, series two, then stay away and come back when you're done. If you have seen them, you're in the right place to hear more about the first three episodes. We're going to discuss unhinged moves from The Traitors, Faithful in Fighting, and of course, Daddy Roger. Welcome, and if you're a keen listener, welcome back to episode 15 of It's Just a Game. And I'm going to start with all favorite generic questions. I'm going to ask you guys, favorite player, least favorite players, obviously quite some uh, strong personalities in uh, Australian reality TV. So what do we think, Wilf? Oh, what? So favorite, my favorite person is... You can't steal mine. I haven't said yours yet. You can say what he wants. <laughs> do you know what? Can, can we go to Ivan to begin with? God, yeah, Ivan. sure. I'm going to say Annabelle. <laughs> Are so... you quick? <laughs> No, that's my idea, not anyone else's. That was mine. No. Look, it's okay. They, they, they've uh, angled her really well as a protagonist, which worries makes me worry she's going to go home quite soon because you know how this works, yeah. right? But she's excellent. She's funny. She's very self-aware. She knows the show. I think she listens to the podcast, so hi. Um, I'm also, by the way, going to say everything I say on this episode, understanding that it, people may be listening who were on the show. Um, I, I think that she has the right level of playfulness and knowing she's on TV versus wanting to do well in the game. But she's not losing her character and her energy and her funness Mm. because she's trying so hard to win. And that might really stand in her favour because fuck if I know how you win this game. So, no, I mean, I think she's brilliant. Actually, there's been a few people who I've really enjoyed. I do think she's standing out right now as fantastic. There's a bunch of other people, but, you know, their names elude me because they've only shown us a few of them so far. I mean, Um, we'll we'll ask again. I'm sure that will change. But I just love you've got this whole analysis of why you like Annabelle. And my only reason is just that in her intro VT, she had a dog. And also, (laughs) beginning of episode two, she appeared in her dressing gown. (laughs) (laughs) Will, how about you? Um... So I'm going to say Blake. I really like yeah. Blake. I think he's, you know, I think he's going to have the same moral battles that I had. Yeah. I think he's genuinely a really nice person. And I think as the as it goes on longer, you have to make decisions when you've made real bonds with people and you hear about their stories and you hear about their lives. And I think he's going to have that battle. But that gives me sympathy for him because I know it's going to come up at some point. And I know he's going to have to choose between the other two traitors because we've already seen, we'll discuss it later, that there's going to be a bombshell there. So he's he's already dealing with a predicament because somebody's just being a little bit crafty yeah. but mm. yeah that he's my he favorite at the moment Blake. that little fight between ash and sam and we'll get yeah. to that of course also big shout out for simone who's a professional wrestler that means i'm a massive fan of her oh okay that i went under that. the like literally just written once on the side where, where they put their names <laughs> i was like hello excuse me but i haven't seen her be real yet i want to see like i haven't seen her mm. you know like introduce herself but i want to see her suplexing people like, <laughs> I mean, i'm a professional wrestler just fully chokeslam mike take him out of the game straight, straight <laughs> the floor. she's gonna like start slamming roger around tell me who the traitors are oh i hope i hope so that'd be hot nah <laughs> okay calm down now no but like if i can't say annabelle i'm just gonna say uh, I- Somebody that I feel really sorry for, Angelica. Because Angelica is the lawyer in the room. Uh, Her yeah. leaving early is good for me because it means I'm still the longest surviving lawyer in the Traitors, in, in, the, in the Traitors multiverse. Will you get a national television reality award for that? I, I, I hope so. No, but look, but also I feel really sorry for her because yesterday I was watching the episode 
in bed just having a great time and i see her and i see she's a lawyer and i'm like oh hey i message her on instagram hey you're a lawyer oh i hope you do really well and 10 minutes later she gets <laughs> murdered <laughs> and i was like oh my god i'm so sorry i took it back but it was just it's just really awkward so i love her i hope she goes far uh there's no game master or children's author, so I just I just uh, message the hipster instead, <laughs> Blake. <laughs> hey, you're a hipster, cool. <laughs> now let's talk about something a bit more controversial, really. Uh, who's your least favourite? I think there's some strong and slightly um, grating, I'll say, personalities, at least in the edit. And look, we always say it's just a game. We remember we're looking at an edited version of a game. We know that people's personalities aren't necessarily what we see on TV, mm. but some people have been grating me, and I, <laughs> we need to talk about that. Have you got anyone you're just really not vibing with that you just look forward to seeing murdered or banished? Um, my, uh, for, for me, right, I think that the polished thing about the trade is the best thing about all the seasons that I've watched, um, from the American version, the Dutch version, to, to the first season of the Australian version, to our version, it was like people just wanted to play the game. And sometimes it really hurts me when you watch reality shows when people go on there and they're really mm. hungry to, for fame. And I feel like mm. Roja, the, Roja if, that, if that's how you say his name, I think you can... He just wants to be on TV. It's not like, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm getting him wrong with the edit or stuff. Like, mm. so I do apologize if you are listening. People just haven't seen him play the game. Yeah, I have, I've just seen him be really flamboyant, which is great. Like, yeah, that's they, how you are in real life. to him grinding a door and stuff, don't they? And it's like, he, yeah, that'd be funny, but we want to see the rest of you as well. Like, yeah. you mm. actually playing the game. But at the moment, that's the, I wouldn't say, the, yeah, the most disliked mm. out of the whole cast. But yeah. in, in terms of like, not dislike, it's just my least favourite. I mean, it's still early days. How about you, Ivan? Well, I noticed that in the first episode, they gave us three different shots of Sarah having, like, engaging in or breaking an awkward silence. And I felt, I immediately felt like I knew what they were trying to do, right? They were trying to make it feel awkward when Sarah was on the camera. Like, the first thing we saw was them all sitting in the car, not talking. And it was like, yeah. okay, I'm breaking the silence. And I 100% know that there was somebody, maybe the driver of the car, being yeah. like, all right, come a bit of silence, please, until you feel it's the right time to speak. Because they must have known what that would do is make an awkward silence, and then somebody would break it. So, like... And then there was like two or three more in that first episode of that being an awkward silence mm. with Sarah in shot. And I just felt like, oh, you're trying to make me hate this person. And actually, I think she was interesting. Like she got involved in shaking up the thing between um, the guy with the very square beard and uh, um, the guy whose name is P Peters. And he like she, she, I'm so she got involved with that, so she, they, they were giving us reasons to, to dislike her, and for that reason, I tried very hard not to. And I think she's probably actually quite a, quite an intelligent person; she can clearly read people. Hmm. Um, I just mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is to answer your question, I think we're supposed to not like Sarah. Okay. Nevertheless, oh. I think I like her, and my actual answer is that I disapprove of the way Sam's playing the game. Therefore, right now, I can enjoy not liking Sam because I think he did the will thing, turning on a traitor to become a traitor mm. hunter. But it's not as clever as he thinks because nowadays we know that most traitors get are got rid of by other traitors. If anything, that's a massive iodine marker right yeah. there. Just like, and we'll we'll, oh, we'll talk a about a strategy in a second. Yeah, we'll talk about that because I've got a lot to say about Sam. Yeah, I think I think we've all got opinions about Sam. So okay, look, I was gonna go, I was gonna go for Sam, but instead I'll just go for Luke. Like, please, I want him to stay in the game for as long as possible because this mm. man is a menace. Like Luke. 
but he's moving mad. He is moving, moving. the maddest. He is, he is moving mad. mad. Ryan, I'm 34 years old. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I love him for that, but like, oh my God, like rest. I like Can I take a second? What is it with Ryan and like comparing himself to dangerous? He's like, I'm a shark, mate. I'm a, I'm a bloodhound. I'm a I know. Hunter. I'm a killer. I'm a murderer. This is yeah. like, okay, I, I get it. Mate. He goes, I can taste blood in water or something like that. And I was like, what? what? I've never even heard of that. <laughs> and also, there's someone who was eaten by a shark on the show. Just calm it down yeah. a bit. <laughs> 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 This bit is for your That's so funny. I do. I just. I also noticed like a lot of them are talking about guns all the time. Is that an Australia thing? There's even a picture of a kid running around, like with the, the person who used to be a, a secret agent, and their kids are running around with guns. And yeah. everyone's like, "I'm a hunter. I'm a sheriff. Bang, bang, motherfuckers!" And it's just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> is this Australian accent? Is this Australian from Kentucky? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought I was watching the American one. I was like, this is America. <laughs> The only way you could tell them apart is the absence of gunshots in the background. <laughs> Rune tootin' gun toting cowboys everywhere. It was weird. Can we do the person that we um, feel sorry for the most? That's what I was oh, going to the Ryan, The Ryan Award. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Yeah, for me, it's still Ryan. <laughs> yeah, it's still me. It's still Ryan. He lasted many, many episodes and got like 10 minutes. time. <laughs> Well, in that case, I mean, the, the Ryan Award goes to Kareen. She's getting the Paul edit. Uh, yeah. Just some around. Yeah, oh. that's tough. Ho- hopefully that means she'll be in till episode 11 and we'll start really getting to know her in episode 7. I mean, that's all we can hope for. Yes, and I just want to say one thing. I've just looked it up because I wasn't sure, but you saying Kareen, I hope she goes far. She gets banished in episode 2. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I, yeah, you I thought you were someone oh, else. Yeah, she, yeah does. she does. She oh. goes. Out of nowhere. They just literally go... I don't know. Let's just go for her. Her mentality at its best was with Kareen. I felt so sorry Yeah, for but her, you know actually. what? Let, let's talk about this, because I hate when people say, oh, her mentality, whatever. The traitors, uh, early stage especially, is not about fighting traitors, really. It's about mm. survival. It's about self-preservation. Yeah. And the way you do that is by following the crowd, because if you set yourself out, you're most likely not making it to the end. So I, I don't really like it when people criticise like her mentality. That's how you survive. And, yeah. And I mean, I voted with the majority when I was in the show for a very good reason, and was saying under the radar i didn't yeah you, you have to you have to and i think the best way to defend yourself at the beginning saying this because we're talking about early stages of of the traitors is to do what um payden done you know when Payden like when he you know like he was so like like oh my god i'm not i'm not like and you could just tell he's not and then everyone's like yeah he's not he's not a traitor like you could just mm. tell because he was mm. desperate not to go that's a really good strategy even if it's not See, a strategy you know I'm not sure I agree. I've been thinking about this and I actually feel like in the traces generally, when you're being attacked, the best response is offense. If you stop talking, if you defend yourself, people will really be convinced. If you attack, if you blame somebody else, mm. you've got more of a chance, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, that's what, that's I, what yeah. Tom did with Ivan. Elias's response to being accused was to just look like he wanted to cry or burst. Mm. <laughs> the Ryan, just, the right response, yes. He just kind of strutted around the, strutted around the house, looking like he was. Mate, I, can I just say, I I really liked him. I don't I don't know what you guys think, but you know when he strutted out, strutted out the hotel wearing his pink pink shorts, his oh. pink shirt, and his pink socks with weed leaves on them. I was like, yes, yeah. bro. Like, I love that shirt tucked into his pants. Oh my god, he was so cool. He was so like mm. the preening in the mirror was ridiculous but he was cool and oh, he yeah, was nice yeah. man yeah and honestly they're, they're a good bunch uh but now i want to talk about early strategies not as a fatal but as a traitor because okay. 
They've been interesting. First episode, they really weren't doing much because the faithful were doing a great job of just shooting at each other for no particular reason, just getting into a necessary conflict. But the second episode, we get a, a madman, Sam, just moving extra mad. Oh my God. Like, he's just... Like, I knew this man was unhinged when he got the tap on the shoulder and he started doing finger goes with his hands. And I was like, yeah, this man needs, like, this man's in treatment, <laughs> honestly. But, like, it's, a, like, he's two episodes in. Like, actually, the body's not even called, like, mm. one and a half episode in. And he starts turning on another traitor, backstabbing her, which is ridiculous because we see in the preview of episode three, it's just going to end up in two traitors going at each other and just self-destructing. Um, yeah. Like, what's happening? So... My opinion, my opinion on that is, um, I'm not going to say I don't. Like for me, it was weird. Like I'm, I'm going to take you take you back to what, our series, right? For me, it was, mm. it was there was never a strategy to get rid of traitors. For me, it was a literal me with the most people that were going to get like the people that were going to get most votes. So it was like, okay, I have yeah, it to, came out to one vote. Yeah, I had to I had to turn on her because it was me or her. With Amanda, it was pure paranoia of of the whole thing and then her name got mentioned in a little group and I had to just go with it but in terms of like this guy's gone in and first of all and uh, I'm sure Ivan as a strategic player would would agree with me he's done it way too early there's too many people to try and turn Mm. you have to turn at least seven people to get to to get this person to 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 get that person yeah. out, and it's just you, you're putting yourself in such a risk. I, like for me, Alyssa mm. was was a risk anyway, but I didn't. It was episode six, so it was yeah. there was so there was far less people, and I think like I really I like his strategy. And the thing is, imagine we did that in the UK. I'd be the most hated person. I was hated even though I had my own <laughs> people hated me just because I voted for another faithful, uh, another traitor. But the thing is. I, I, because I appreciate gameplay, I appreciate his strategy, but he's just uh, unhinged it way too early. But that's a bad strategy. That's bad gameplay. No, I don't think, I think it's like, you know, in the end, mate, traitors are going to go. Like, you, they have to. He's going to be gone five episodes in maximum. Give him another three days maximum. Yeah, I think he's going to go. I do, I don't think he's going to stay. I think he's going to go. But ultimately, I think his strategy of getting rid of a traitor is really clever, but it could have happened later on mm. and he could have done it in a way that he doesn't look like a dickhead. Ivan, king of strategy. If you do it well, you do it well. I think it's too early in two senses. I think it's too early in the day as well, right? So he starts the day by trying to campaign against Ash. And just mm. for those of you who are, uh, you know, uh, listening to us instead of watching it like we tell you you can do, um, he spends the entire day trying to get numbers to get people to vote for Ash. But the thing is, it is going to get traced back to him already by the end of the day. Ash hears that it was him. And we, f- we know from the preview from episode three that this comes to blows. Now, You've got to be super confident. And I was, I was talking to Will, you about this, maybe not on a podcast, but just like, you know, in a conversation. You've got to have real balls of steel to know that when you make that turn, they're not there that night to confront you in the uh, traitor's tower. If you make the attack and they don't go home, then you've started a war and it all falls mm. apart. There's no way he survives another three episodes. I completely agree with yes, you guys. Yes. But I think actually the mistake he made was starting too early in the day. Yeah. If you want to get rid of a traitor and be known as a traitor hunter, wait until her name is mentioned by someone else or even wait until someone brings her up at the round table when you can't have that kind of like, oh, let's all just figure it out and get numbers. You're right. He was campaigning for how many were there at that point? 18, 17. So he needs eight eight or nine votes it's ridiculous no matter how early in the day you start all you do is open yourself up to a huge amount of it's 3 p.m ash finds out and goes hang on a minute sam 
you're literally championing against me. I'm going to have you now. And so, yeah. and it's the fact of you're you're relying. So say he does get nine people to agree, right? That mm. round table is so influential. So mm. many people can change their votes, and it's just showed. Like they all they agreed did. to do it, and none of them did it. Like like only he, yeah. yeah only um. Only the guy that went out. What was his name? Guy. Guy. Guy, guy. Yeah. Guy went. Guy Guyton. did it. Guyton. Yeah. It's a. It's a funny thing. We'll see if it pays off. I mean, the, the maybe I've already said this before, but the irony of the whole thing is he's trying to achieve a, a level of notoriety in, in terms of catching traitors, which all it's going to do is draw more attention to him. So he, mm. the thing he's going for, I wouldn't even want in his position. I don't want to be a traitor hunter. Everyone's seen the UK show and knows what you did, Will. Or they've seen the American show and knows what Siri did. You shouldn't want to be a traitor hunter because in every single series I've seen, it's the traitors who get out the traitors. And I was just thinking that one of the lines that he said that really, for me, if I was a faithful, would have made me go, this guy's a traitor, is he goes, if she's not a traitor... Put me on the stand yes. next. Yes, he said, put me on the chopping block if I'm wrong. Yeah. I noted this down because it was like, oh my God, this is such a stupid red flag. Because one, this level of confidence, like it's just like all of that is just so ridiculous. Yeah, well, Tom did that and he went the next day. So there we yeah. go. I think it's, it's just right, dangerous. But even then, you're asking why you're so confident. You haven't really given me any reasons. Yeah. You're just sort of like, saying, yeah. And I feel sorry oh, you're for... You're so right. There must be a traitor turning against another traitor. You <laughs> must be a traitor too. Good night. And I feel sorry for yeah. Jack Blake. That I'm calling him Jack Blake because he looks like Jack Black. Um, he reminds me of Jack Black, but I feel sorry for him. Like we were sort of saying earlier, he's going to come to a point where they're both going to approach him. They're both mm. definitely going to approach him and say, look, blah, blah, blah. And I just feel like Sam at the beginning, I really liked him. I thought, do you know what? He's a really, he seems like a really not likable guy. And then he just all of a sudden switched into this like, and I don't know if it's the editing as well that probably has made us have this view switch, but he's like, Oh, yeah, I'm going to kill her. I'm going to banish her. I'm going to do this and I'm going to be the trait. And it was just like such a personality yeah. switch so early on that it's hard You know what? I don't actually there. think it's personality switched that much because there's one thing I noticed really early on, and we've always said this on this podcast. It is such a mistake. This is a difficult game to do. Being a traitor is difficult. You do not need to come in with extra lies. Mm. But no, early on, he just pretends he's a farmer boy. He's a marketing guy, but he's like, yeah, I work from a farm. He also goes for like, a really difficult lie to sell, something quite far-fetched compared to what it does, like pretending he's raising chickens and all that stuff. That is so dangerous, and that's also going to backfire because eventually yeah. he's going to slip up. Who'd lie about his job, Ryan, huh? No, I, I, like, I could never do that. Like, I walk into a room and I immediately tell everyone, hey, guys, I'm a lawyer. That's how you recognize a lawyer, actually. Yeah, you didn't do that in the show, though, did you? <laughs> yeah, let's not, uh, let's not bring that one up. No, but look, that's why I know it's a bad strategy, because I did it in the show. And the only reason I did it was to catch the attention of the producers so they make me a traitor, really. There you um, go. And the, the thing is, I, I think lying, like, mate, I was a traitor, right? And it was hard to lie anyway. So if you go in there thinking you're going to lie about stuff... Mm you're already hindering your position as a traitor because you've got multiple lies to deal with. I didn't go in there. I remember Maddie actually saying, I don't think he's got kids and all this because I was completely transparent about my life, about my kids, my missus, all of this Mm. stuff. Because I was like, because I don't have to slip up. Now, I won't slip up then. Because if you slip up, do you remember the one line that people say? Because don't forget, in this game, if you lie about anything or you... or so, for instance, like um, the the whole situation with Sarah was, as soon as like people thought she's lied once, their their whole banishment excuse to say we don't know, like traitors are lying, 
So if anybody mm. lies, that's why we're going to go after you because you've just shown you can mm. you've lied. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It becomes a reason for them to yeah. to actually be able to. So what's the point in lying at all? It's like because people will question you. Like you'll remember that whole moment in uh, in the UK version when we just started sitting down at a round table questioning Aaron to check whether he was actually an estate agent and like <laughs> when did you Ivan start quizzing and being like, okay, what's the difference between the Australian method and the English methods? Well, the thing, no, what you didn't see there is that I knew he was an estate agent because he explained the Australian method to me, and I was like, look, tell all these answers holes about the australian method and then they'll know you're really an estate agent that's mm. the, that's the nuance you missed there anyway i want i want to move on and i'm talking about ash here what does ash do from here right because ash has got to fight back she's got to, mm. and she's unlike anything we've seen in the uk series we have an opportunity here to watch a new thing which is a traitor fight back against being got up by another traitor yeah. now clearly she can't use her major line of defense which is i know he's a traitor because i've fucking seen him up there <laughs> with a thing on, right yeah but obviously the, the, the tactic to go for is this is a bit dodgy why is he going for me so suddenly this feels really weird there's no way it's not coming out of anywhere has he has he given any of you any excuses so she should be fine and i see her surviving um and as you said i think it's pretty clear with blake he just got to keep his mouth shut because as you know loose lips sink ships <laughs> no no do you guys not remember when he sunk a ship do you not remember when blake sunk a boat sorry sorry i was so happy about that when i was thinking Blake sunk, sunk, the, sunk the boat. So I was like, loose. Right, let me explain this to you guys. Right. <clears throat> guys, okay, so basically, in episode two, there's this moment when Blake <laughs> is in a boat and he, sink, and he sinks oh, yes. the boat. So yes. the joke is, I say, oh, loose, sink. loose lips sink ships because he's... Right, so you know Blake, right? Yeah, like so it. have you seen the show The Traitors? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back after the break. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really thought you'd laugh at uh, that and I was really upset because I was like, this is a good <laughs> joke. Can I can I tell you why I didn't? I didn't. I I actually fast forward through the the. You skip through the challenges. Oh, you know what? So many people do that, and I disagree. The challenges are from one of my favorite parts. Oh, I hate that sort of people. I skipped season two, the uh, episode two challenge, and the first one I actually wrote in my notes. I put, where is it? I put. I like that seeing the task bonding. I put task bonding on my sheet. Because yeah. I actually enjoy watching them, not trying to get suss each other out, and actually bonding as as people, and that's the best parts of the challenges. And we all did that together, right? Um, and that was the only thing that I did like about the American one because they were still trying to suss each other out. It's just like just give it a break for a bit. Mm. I wrote about the first two challenges that it's like they asked ChatGPT to make challenges based off the first UK challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, like all the ones in the first UK challenge are in the first two first two challenges in the Australian one, but all mixed up in a different option. Like there's boats, there's rowing, there's sort of like weird burnable effigies. There's a hill, there's running about. It's just like what are you doing? And a really, really bad flammable horse. It just didn't. Yeah, we didn't like that. I wanted it to go into flames, like the, the the things that we had. I wanted it to burst into flames, and it was like. Then he just threw it on the floor. Like a candle on the side of the horse. No, but like it's. I've got to admit, like, like I love a challenge. I love these missions in like every series of the Traitors. But like the challenge budget for the series is going to be like five quid. And I'm not talking five US dollars. I'm talking five Australian dollars. Have you tried to like, buy weird polygons? On. Weird polygons that float are expensive, right? <laughs> Sinking polygons are hard. Floating polygons, <laughs> they they cost a uh, lot. Fair. Saying that, saying mm. that. I think the production value on this season is a lot better than the last one. 
I, re- I do. Mm, I th- yeah, I agree. Just the challenges. Red- did they mm. steal the red crosses from us? Because <laughs> I don't remember them having photos in the first season. <laughs> no, I think the red cross have been around for a while. It's been saving lives and stuff for a while. <laughs> they cut the red crosses off each of our po- portraits and they can put it on there. <laughs> no, no, not them. You know what I'm talking about. But they didn't have their photos in season one, did they? I don't know. It, yeah, they didn't have a portrait of Roger Corso where Roger's face was just like weirdly plastered on someone else's portrait. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? Like, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a second to say this. Like, Roger, oh like, God. daddy. Da- I'm sorry, daddy. but like, daddy. He does some great like, bits. <sighs> There's the bit where he, where, where he like turns the clock and then plays a special chord on the piano and it keeps yeah. not opening the door. That's bloody hilarious. Like, we need, like, they need to bring like whoever's writing Roger's text yeah. to the UK because he's funny, good looking. Yeah. Honestly, I just like, I, I love Roger. Roger, Roger like, adopt me, please. Like- yeah, yeah, of course, but she's less my style than Roger. You know the best the best line of the entire show, and a show where I felt so seen, whether it was like, okay, there's uh, there's 19 of you left, so, you know, you're all a little bit closer to fortune and fame, and, you know, there's going to be 19 future podcasts that nobody asked for. <laughs> that was us. That was definitely That's us. That's us. We're the podcast nobody asked for. That hit so hard. I was like, yeah, yeah, no one asked for it, and here we are. <laughs> Series two, baby. <laughs> Hey, listen, I've got something to bring up, and it's my new recurring segment. Oh my god, let's go live to Cornwall for a new recurring segment from Ivan Brett. It's gonna be called, What the Fuck's He Called? So, here's the rules. What the fuck's he called? Yeah, exactly. Here's the rules. We're going to, first of all, can you all make sure that your screen does not have any notes, any names, any pictures, any reminders oh, of no. the people who are going to put it away? Oh, no. Put my sheet away with all their faces on the sheet away. Ivan, you know what I'm doing with faces. I didn't even remember your name for the first three no, days. That's fine. You still don't know my name. They're um, all like, we're voting for Ivan. And he goes, which one's that? Which one's <laughs> And you're like, you're like herd mentality. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll just go with, I'll just put his name down. I don't know who he is. <laughs> To be fair, one time I actually did try to message Ivan and accidentally texted Imran instead. (laughs) (laughs) You know, anyway, Imran, off to you. Um, Okay, so here's the rules, nice and simple. We'll take it, we'll go clockwise, starting Ryan. We'll do it in the order that we introduce ourselves in the podcast, right? Which is Ryan, then the quite a long break, then Will, then me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, You've got to name someone in the Series 2 Australian Traitors game, but you've got to... Give it a pretty good go. You can't be like that. That one who's got like a thing. It's got to be pr- like eighty percent of their name. You can say anyone, okay. in ex- excluding Roger and their cheap imitation of Fergus, who is the bugle, the bugle handler. Right? Bugle handler is not allowed. Fergus is not allowed. Anyone who's a contestant in the show, starting from you, Ryan. Okay, let's get started. Let's go, Annabelle. And that's it. I'm out. <laughs> Wolf. I could describe Annabelle. No, you've got to name some. Do I have to go over the rules again, Will? You've got to name someone on the show. <laughs> yeah, name somebody on the show. <laughs> Keith. Blake. Payden. Oh, I'll get what I'm doing now. Um, Blake. I've said Blake already. You weren't listening. Have another go. <laughs> Luke. Okay, all right, cool. Ash. Sam. I don't know if this is true. Paul. <laughs> to be fair, we don't know. It wouldn't be in the edit. <laughs> there's no Paul. There's no Paul. No no yeah, there is. The no. guy with one arm is called Paul. Is he called Paul? All right. I don't. I think so. Okay. We'll we'll check. Right. We'll we'll check in a minute. Uh, I'm gonna go with Sarah. Kareen. 
No. Wilf, you are the weakest link. Oh, Goodbye. Will's out. Will's out. Okay, pressure's Sorry. on here. Rohar. Oh, I'm going to go Angelica. I, I don't know anyone else in the show. Will, who do we miss? You, for, you forgot. Right, I'll tell you who you missed. You missed Ryan. Gloria. Yeah, I didn't know there was a one Who's called that? Gloria. Ian. <laughs> no, there's no one called Ian in it. There's no one called Ian on the show. No, she actually is. <laughs> no, 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 he's not called Ian. Ryan, you've won the recurring segment. Congratulations. Oh, I look forward to it recurring then. <laughs> um, oh, but are you guys enjoying the first two episodes? Like, did you think they were good? Honestly, it's like, it's in a way, it's like, it's good to be back. It's good to see the traitor season start yeah. again. Every summer, the traitor comes back. And now we're off for a few months of treachery and it's just going to be brilliant. I really enjoyed episode two. Episode one was really good too, but it was a bit too long. Long, mm. uh, But then I understand. You've got to set the they've scene, got, yeah. They've got so much to do. Like they've got to meet each other. They've got to do it like the round table, like to picking the traitors, all that sort of stuff. So I don't understand that. But I'm really enjoying it. I genuinely think it's like even Australian season one, Australian version season one was outstanding i really really enjoyed it so mm. hopefully it can live up to that yeah no it, it's it's definitely shaping up to a really good season i i was enjoying it it was funny i was watching it my partner came over and said um you know how does this feel to be watching you know a new series of the trailer like, <laughs> are you feeling all weird and butterfly i was like i feel nothing and it, i'm enjoying it second series but like it i think because i play a lot of social deduction games and i run a lot of social deduction games it doesn't feel any different oh, see yourself feels so weird for me and uh, for me it's all right because i don't feel like it's a mirror mirror image carbon copy like mm. the, the production company is different so the clothes are different the masks i feel like the whole vibe's very different to uh, the uk one so mm. when i watch the australian one i can fully immerse myself and enjoy it like the american one it was very samey and i think when season two comes out of the uk one i think i'll get butterflies and weird feelings because we were there yeah. but we weren't technically at this hotel where they're staying but like imagine when we see them sitting at the tables where we were like that's gonna make bring back so many memories mm. and i'm so jealous <laughs> i'd love to be with you guys again <laughs> well look we'll, we'll have a viewing party now ivan to round it off uh, if you'll allow me uh, can i start a new recurring segment oh, mate be my guest <laughs> okay well welcome to my new recurring segment who's gonna win um, I just want to ask you right now today, and we'll be able to chat about it in a few episodes time when we watch the final, but tell me, just give me one name, no explanation, no context, just a name. Who's going to win? Wilf. A group of faithfuls are going to win, and I can tell you... I need a name. Ian. Ivan. Simone. Blake. Fascinating. Ooh, I, I know. Well, I don't think the traitors will win this. I, I don't. I think there's too much disruption at the beginning. I feel like it's... Uh, yeah. But I think if uh, if Blake can keep stay out of it, I think he's got a chance to actually fly under ra the radar for quite quite a while. Yeah, I um, really like him. I really, I thought I was from watching the trailer. Mm. I thought I wasn't going to like him. They had that thing of him like shaking his head wildly. I was like, oh, is he going to be too crazy? <laughs> he's bang on. He is bang on. He's brilliant. His acting's really bad though. His acting is <laughs> over. As as Tom would say, there's something called overproving, and Ivan overproves. Like. <laughs> He does overprove though. Like you see like, him at the table. I can't believe he's gone home, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he goes at one point, he goes, I really thought I was going. I oh, really what? did. <laughs> I was convinced it was me. 
should have gone to the Wilfred Webster School of Acting. Oh, mate, I'm accent. We should do a scouser version of the traitors. That's that'll be the, the best. Traitors. That's what happens. Oh, it's, it's not me. It's not me. You're talking to like don't do that. <laughs> and on that note look we'll be back uh, next week um, for another debrief of a few more episodes of the Straightest Australia we'll find out if all favourites have made it so far uh, but until then my name is Ryan you can follow me on Instagram at Annabelle's dog uh, you can follow me on Instagram at I love the Australian traitors more than the UK one because I wasn't one in it um and my name is Ivan, and you can follow me uh, because you can hear the sound of my dog's leg clicking as she walks down the road. So you just <laughs> oh. listen out for that. And from all of us here, it's see you very soon, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you, driver. <laughs> Why did you just add this at the end of every episode? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.